What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Non-Refungible Podcast. I am Nate Digital, sitting with crypto crier Yaba Deluxe and producer FUD behind the glass. And if you're looking for today's guest, you could probably find her at the next NFT event. She's known as the Pizza Girl, <laughs> representing the Lady Apes. It's Cray Train. What up? Hey, y'all. Thanks for having What's me. Up? Yo, yo, Cray Train. <laughs> Thanks for coming yeah, on. I'm excited. Appreciate of course. It. Yes, of course. Um, yeah, I just want to say a big thank you. Um, we like to ask, you know, how everyone's holding up in the market, but, um, I hate to bring this up right off the bat, but you had a, you had a tweet the other day. Um, you converted a couple leaf at a uh, 2,400. <laughs> sell the bottom. Totally. You, uh, Ooh. Buy high, sell low. Let's do it. And then the pump cometh. The pump cometh. <laughs> I, I did, you know, actually, Yaba, should we be talking? Yeah, Yaba. Oh no, I, I did the same thing. I was gonna say, like, I I did the same thing. Actually, what was it? Yesterday morning or this morning? I like I sold at the bottom, and all of a sudden I was like, all right, I I did it. I got it. I, I nailed it. I'm, said we're safe, yeah, I'm finally gonna buy more ETH when it goes down, and then all of a sudden it I'm just so smart. I can, you know. <laughs> But I'm sorry. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm so sorry. smart. Converted to stables. We're good. <laughs> now I'm poor again. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, rip. Um, yeah, no, it's, I mean, you know, it's all relative, right? I was talking to my parents uh, at dinner about this. And this time last year, right, ETH was maybe like 1600 1800 yeah. And so I think it's kind of all relative. I mean, I don't love selling. And then the next day it goes up like three or $400 a token. But uh, at, at the end of the day, it's like I'm still going to be actively participating in the market, right? Uh, money comes in, money goes out. And it's, it's not too big of a hit. If it would have like pumped a k overnight then i would have been sweating today but it only went up like 400 bucks yeah, i think nothing. so no biggie 350 yeah. so i'm not feeling too bad yeah, yeah and like i said a year ago eth was much lower eth can still go much lower it could go much higher so like i said it's it's like it's the opposite dca D- DS. Like, i'm like dollar cost averaging my exit In, gotta go up. Yeah. dollar cost average up baby <laughs> totally yeah so yeah no, it, it's just funny how that works, right? <laughs> like, like we just watch it all day, then we finally make a move, and it's just like boom, opposite <laughs> yeah, direction. Totally. NFTs. I, I was up to three a.m. last night watching, it, and I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" You know, like you know, should I fucking buy, man? It's it's, it's just it went up fifty bucks. You know, <laughs> I got to get back in, but I, I I slept on it, and I was like, okay. It, yeah, it's like yeah, but why are you so tired, yeah, dude? Like, oh, I'm dragging charts man. all night. <laughs> Totally. I mean, and I, every time I sell, I bring the chart down to one minute and I'm just watching the candles and right, I'm, like, right. I'm like waiting for it. It's like, okay, it's going red yeah, and then it starts yeah. like going green and I'm like, okay, Here we go. I'm getting the best Here's the volume. 60 seconds, if, right? So like, yeah. <laughs> like you need to literally zoom yeah. out. That's what yeah. they say when they get down to the tick chart. Those yeah. one minutes are adrenaline rushes though. I mean, it was like, yeah. <laughs> seriously, it's like, okay, the bat, the last 60 seconds I won. Right. Yeah. So, right. Sold the, the top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then you could change the view. Like you could scroll it, so like it's really big. So like the moves just look even yeah, more know, like profound. Totally. And it moved like point zero zero. I, I know. I was like, oh shit, that was a big dump. It's like two dollars. Like, <laughs> and you're just like the you're like the Matthew McConaughey yeah. meme, just ripping a yeah. cigarette. Sure. I've lost so much money uh, on the one minute charts. It's not even funny. <laughs> yeah, but three a.m. Oh, I love it. All right. Um, before we get into, I guess, the actual interview, I just kind of want to share uh, maybe how me and Cray Train met. Um, it was was the, that was probably the first board eight meet unofficial in Chicago, right? Absolutely. Yep. First one. Yeah, and uh, I had we had been following each other, but you know we we hadn't really talked a whole lot. But um, I knew of the Pizza Girl, so. <laughs> I, I go to this event with my wife, uh, you know, it's super exciting. Everyone's there. I, I'm seeing a bunch of faces. I don't know anybody, though. Um, so we, we head to the back to the outside and there's an open bar. So I'm like, all right, come and get a drink. And then I see a big table of pizza. I'm like, oh, sweet. They have pizza. And then there's a girl standing at the end of the table and she's literally eating a slice of pizza, had pizza in her mouth. And I was like, are you the pizza girl? And she's like, yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> 
and uh that was literally the first person i met in real life from the apes so that's that's how we met yeah pretty much anywhere i roll you can count on there to be pizza like legit if i show up to a party and there's not pizza i order it in which is so fun people get so excited about pizza um but also people tend to invite me because you bring they know pizza. i'll bring pizza so you know double-edged sword <laughs> yeah it kind of works out but definitely that was totally but that was definitely one of my more legendary moments or it was like pizza it, girl in action right it was perfect like yeah. so yeah if the next event it, like if you're not next to a, a table full of pizza <laughs> eating pizza i'll be a little disappointed but, yeah yeah, uh, yeah i keep a slice in my hoodie pocket for that yeah <laughs> keep that thing on you i love it, I love it. Yeah. Nate, Nate was stereotyping though a little bit right it was like how, how, yeah. how stereo- i would have been like no why, what makes you say that? Right, Can't I know. A like, girl just eat pizza at a party? I, know. I, I, I did jump to conclusions. I am sorry. Wouldn't it have been My amazing, apologies. though, if it wasn't me and he went up to some other girl and she was like, yeah. I Excuse guess. me? Yeah. I, what do you I'll mean? be a pizza girl. Yeah, I was like, pizza, I guess. I'm a... I guess. Yeah. 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 Totally. Uh, but that's actually a good transition into uh, Pizza Dow. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, do you want to just give a quick little rundown, breakdown of what, what the project is? Because totally. that's that that was a Pizza Dow related event, right? Or the uh, pizza was? The pizza was, for sure. Yeah. Basically, anytime that I bring pizza around, it's always sponsored by Rare Pizzas and Pizza Dow. Um, but yeah, so that that might have been one of the first events that I ever did with I'm Not Art and bringing them pizza. We do that a lot now. But uh, Pizza Dow, Pizza Dow started a little over a year ago now, which is crazy. So we're kind of like a true OG project in the space. We came before Board Ape Yacht Club and really before this like PFP revolution took off. Um, the, the NFT space looked much different uh, before Board Apes and, and all of that started to happen. But uh, we started, uh, like I said, a little over a year ago, we started on Clubhouse in a room about nothing. And we were just a group of strangers around the world who were like, we love pizza. And like, what can we do in the name of pizza? And so we started Pizza Dow and Pizza Dow's mission was one, to make pizza free and two, to open the world's first open source pizza franchise. And both of these are like wildly audacious goals, or as I call them, like BHAGs, like big, hairy, audacious goals. Mm. Um, but, you know, after we launched our NFT project, we raised $1.25 million, which is kind of like nothing in today's world. But back then it really was right. Cause we were modeled off of hash masks and crypto kitties. We were still on a bonding curve. So like all of these things were huge back then. And then we ended up throwing the world's largest pizza party on Bitcoin pizza day last year and gave out $350,000 worth of pizza in 65 countries at over like 220 pizzerias. And so basically everything that we do uh, every day as a DAO is to kind of like push on the possibilities of what Web3 can do when you start to apply it to like something other than um, PFPs and arts and things like that. And that's not to like denigrate what's happening, but more so like to be you know, like a, a little bit more whimsical about the potential and the opportunity within the Web3 space. And and we have enough PFPs, right? We don't have enough <laughs> no! PFPs. We need Yaba. more PFPs. <laughs> Yaba's just trying to pump his bags. <laughs> yeah. His graveyard. I, can, I mean, always yes to more pizza, which is why I always show up with pizza, right? Like you can never have enough pizza. Definitely. Yeah, like you said, how Web3 is touching all these other aspects and uh, why not pizza? So I love it. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I that's that's what I really love about the Web3 space is everybody can do whatever they want, right? So if folks want to create PFPs, they can. Unfortunately, if they want to create a rug project, they can. But they can also build in incredible ways. They can send money to Ukraine and like, right, like directly to the country's wallet yeah. send money to Ukraine and support them. Uh, whenever they need to, but they can also throw the world's largest pizza party or work to make pizza free or right, like decentralize all sorts of things. Um, and so that's that's what I love about the space is is there's kind of room for everything. Absolutely. Wait, can we can we go back to the part where you said you were in a clubhouse about nothing? And you yeah, came I was gonna up say, well, with clubhouse. Yeah, what clubhouse? I haven't heard first? that name in years. Yeah, I know, right? And <laughs> and two, like, how does a room full of clubhouse people talking about nothing it's like a seinfeld episode come up with (laughs) come up with 
like a pizza DAO? Yeah, no, it's a great question. So when I started in Clubhouse, I was in Bitcoin maxi rooms because it was the only cryptocurrency rooms I could find. Okay. And like one day some guy came in there and was like, hey, these people over here want to start a DAO about pizza. If you want to come, like raise your hand. And so he <laughs> like pulled everybody in. He followed all of them and pulled everybody in who raised their hand. And when they got in there, they were they really didn't even know what they were doing, right? My friend Snacks, who ran the room about nothing, created the room about nothing on Clubhouse because he was kind of tired of there being all these rooms that sometimes were toxic or sometimes like just about getting followers or becoming an influencer, right? And so he created these rooms where people could literally talk about whatever they wanted. And one day the, the room started to uh, talk about pizza and they got so he started to realize that there was like this community around pizza. And he was like, what if we make a DAO? And so when I came into that clubhouse room, the room about nothing, all we were doing was picking our pizza toppings. So they were like, I'll be pepperoni and I'll be banana, and I'll, <laughs> which banana, I don't know. She's amazing, but that's a weird pizza topping. Yeah. Uh, uh. Unless you're on a dessert pizza, <laughs> uh, which is amazing. Mm. But I love banana. I love you if you're listening. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I chose the name Jalapeno, right? And so like okay. then we got into Discord. We had all the Discord names as our pizza toppings. And it just took off from there, right? It was like, it was truly like a DAO movement where people came in and said, hey, I can do this. And somebody was like, well, I can do that, right? And folks said, well, with, with our powers combined, right, we can throw the world's largest <laughs> pizza party or do X, Y, Z, right? And so, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Room About Nothing, like, really catapulted um, this community into what it is now. Shout out to Captain Planet. I love that drop. <laughs> yeah. 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 Totally, totally. All right. Um, since we're on the, the subject of pizza, we got a few pizza there questions for you. Awesome. Mm. My favorite. Um, it sounds like you like jalapenos on your pizza. <laughs> yes. Are yes. there are there any toppings that are a no go for Cray Train? Absolutely no. no. No, there are not. I am topping inclusive, right? At really? Pizza Dow, <laughs> yes. We try to be very topping inclusive. Anchovies? You know, anchovies is actually kind of a meme within the Dow. We do this thing where uh. we, we order people pizzas and we have them spell out rare on the pizzas in anchovies and we deliver like it to that. their houses. <laughs> um, so anchovies is kind of like a hometown hero in our Dow. Okay, um, so with a good meme, I, I I might get on board with anchovies. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right, because memes kind of run the internet. So. Totally. And, and anytime we have pizza at like any of the conferences, we always order an anchovy pizza as kind I of like, like an homage to our meme and like the OG, the OG days. So, so all the OGs know the, the anchovies joke. So (laughs) we gotta, we'll try to act hip and we'll make some anchovies memes. (laughs) Maybe for this graphic for the, for the podcast, we could throw some anchovies. Awesome. I love it. Wait, did you say you had to spell anchovies to like get an anchovy pizza? Rare. <laughs> rare. Spell rare, right? Yeah. 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 So well, that's our, easy. Our... Spell, yeah, spell, trying to spell spelling anchovies in my head right now. I'm just like, yeah. right, I'm not getting an anchovy pizza. That'd be a big ass pizza. Yeah. <laughs> just give me the cheese, yeah. damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you is that your go-to pizza? Cheese? No, 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 no. Sausage. Sausage. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Sausage. No, no, no. All right, well, let's just go around the room. I'm a pepperoni guy. I'm a Hawaiian guy. Uh, yeah. What? Pineapple? I love pineapple. You, yeah, I love Hawaiian. I like pineapples on my pizza, too, bro. I'm not I mean, I like them, too. I, I don't get them all the time, one. but I, I will rock with that. I like that and, like, barbecue chicken pineapples. pizza. Those are, those are my jam. Mm. Okay, yeah. Okay. 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 All day. Fud? Come out that booth, Fud. <laughs> yeah, producer. <laughs> no, dude. Okay, let me tell yeah. you. You just said that because her name is Jalapeno. <laughs> yeah, you added the jal- before the show. You just said no, he was talking about jalapenos before the show. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let me tell you the yeah, secret I'm fire. Okay. You order a okay. Domino's okay. thin crust pepperoni and jalapeno square cut. Amazing. Is this pizza alpha? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, it'll change you. Oh, it'll I, change I love you. Domino's thin crust. You're the crust, guy that bro. makes it. I love different. Domino's thin crust. You're right. You're right <laughs> on that guy. Shout You're out right. to Domino's. I want you to cut it into X's. <laughs> Can we sponsor? Domino's sponsor this. Yeah, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whitelist. Whitelist Domino's. Um, all right. You're... I don't know if your location's docs, but you're you're currently in the Midwest in a big city. I am. Is, is Chicago deep dish overrated? 
<laughs> Doxy yes, Nate. I, okay, thank you. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. But I agree. I had Chicago deep dish tonight, so there is one place in Chicago mm. who I will is like. Is some alpha? Yes. <laughs> I, I, know she's about alpha. Alpha. I know what she's about to it say. It is pizza alpha. Maybe oh, you do. Yeah, you want to uh, guess? No, I'm not going to guess. I'm, gonna let her, I'm, okay. I'm not going to take the shine. Okay, so Pequod's yep. Pizza. <laughs> okay, I've heard of it. Yep. Yeah, so that's like the only deep dish that like Chicagoans will actually go to. The rest is like super touristy. Mm-hmm. It's actually not that good. I don't really like it. Um, but yes, I totally believe um, that deep dish is overrated. I mean, I can't, uh, like I said, I'm pizza inclusive. I'm topping inclusive. I love all pizza, but for sure, like most locals, most Chicagoans don't frequent the deep dish places unless it's Pequod's. It's kind of like an underground, um, like unsung hero in Chicago, if you will. Mm -hmm. Most of the tourists aren't going to find it. Uh, But a lot of Chicagoans, there's like another famous um, Chicago style pizza, which is just like a a thin crust it's actually like a cracker crust pizza like a tavern style pizza and that's like something that chicagoans eat a little bit more often than than deep dish dish is a is a is a task it's a job when you go in and get a (laughs) deep dish i mean when i first got to chicago i was like oh man this is the best thing ever then i like you know third fourth fifth time i was like ah it's tough to get this one piece down but i agree pequots is great Yes, yeah. it's actually so good. Yeah. And it's funny, um, like you said, it's a task to eat deep dish. So even Pequod's, my dad tonight was like, it's like you're eating three different pizzas. There's like the <laughs> yeah. crust and then the bottom and the top. You got you to like, take a chainsaw to lot. it. Man. You crank a chainsaw <laughs> to get through it, you know? Seriously, there is a lot going on there. There's a l- But good question, Nate. Good question. All right, all right. Um, you, you mentioned dessert pizza. Ooh. One thing. My wife makes many great things, but one thing, one of her specialties is a fruit pizza. Ooh. Have you had? I've had dessert pizza. I mean, tell me what's on the fruit pizza. So, like, usually when I get dessert pizza, it's, like, bananas, Nutella, and strawberries or something of that That sounds mixture. delicious. Yes, but tell so, me about the fruit pizza. So, the crust, we're going to start with a sugar cookie. Okay. Okay. Yep. It, I will bring it to the next event. <laughs> yeah. The next, maybe we can start a fruit pizza dough. We'll talk fruit after pizza. the show. Yes. Spinoff. Um. So the crust is sugar cookie, and then the uh, I guess tomato paste or whatever is a sauce. It's a frosting, but it's like cream cheese based. Yep. Sauce. <laughs> it's like a cream cheese based uh, icing or whatever, and then you know you got the fruit on top of that. Sounds pretty good. It, it's wonderful. Wow. Sounds yeah. sounds healthy and, and <laughs> it's very healthy and fun. We can even cut it into squares cut for you. Squares. If, yes. If you like. <laughs> yes, please. Oh my gosh, please. That's a big request for the next. But no, meetup. it's delicious. It's like the go-to dessert around here. It's yes. yeah, it's really good. I love it. I feel left out, man. All right, the only dessert pizza. Oh, I, sorry, the, the only the only dessert pizza I've ever had was Cece's <laughs> dessert pizza. <laughs> CC's is baller. I love CC's, man. I mean, I was was kind of scared to put that out there to the pizza girl. You know, I love CC's. She doesn't discriminate. I love CC's. Yeah. CC's is dope. It's amazing. It's like you get all these pizzas, they have pasta, they got some salad. Yeah, man. (laughs) The breadsticks. And then, yeah, they have that day that they changed from full size pizzas to like the personal size when you ask them for one. I mean, that I've never felt so slighted. Yeah. No. Because you can order them. You know, you can order yeah. them out. To the I know they got smaller. Like, I want the pizzas whole got size smaller pizza for some reason. That, that wasn't on a roadmap. <laughs> now they send you like a little personal size, like eight inch, ten inch. And I, I remember, I, you know, we were kids, and I was just like, oh, I've never felt so slighted. What a scam. Rugged. <laughs> Definitely. You got rugged. <laughs> The OG rug. Yeah. Pizza rug. All right. We're, we're going to move on from pizza unless anybody else has any last final uh, pizza questions. Although I thought I thought that was good stuff. So yeah, we could talk pizza all pizza day, content. bro. I see. I see. How <laughs> I know. We might just need to. Yeah. So, okay. Cray train. Burn, hold, flip. Pepperonis, jalapenos, pineapple. Oh, man. That's like the best legit topics. my favorite pizza. <laughs> You didn't ask me what my favorite pizza is, and like that's it. That's what I get. Okay, burn, hold, flip. 
Um, gosh, that's so hard. I'm not going to burn a uh, pineapple because that's what that's everybody right. expects me to do. Um, <laughs> that's what they want me to do. That's, that's what, what they want me to do. And I definitely can't. So I'm going to, I'm going to hold jalapeno. I'm going to burn pineapple. And I'm going to flip. Nice. No, no, no. I'm going to hold jalapeno. I'm going to burn pepperoni. <laughs> I'm going to flip pineapple. Okay. Okay. Flip it across. So, flip it across. Yeah, flip it over to me. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> you heard yeah. that? Jalapeno. <laughs> Jalapeno was a hodl. Yeah, we have to always hodl the jalapeno. Right. Spice it. it. And actually, uh, pepperoni, get a little crisp on there. It'll be all good. I like <laughs> yeah, it. burn them. That's right. Yeah. All right. So you hit up a lot or pretty much every NFT event, it seems. Um, it just seems like if there's something going on with NFTs, Web3, Craytrain just either pops up and she Bring also um, does a lot of, yes, brings pizzas, <laughs> but she also does a lot of public speaking. Um, so I guess first off, how was ETH Denver? Because that was probably the most recent one, right? Yeah, yeah. ETH Denver was good. Um, what's amazing about ETH Denver is it's free. And I think that encourages a lot of participation across the board. Um, and another thing about ETH Denver is like it's an Ethereum conference. And so it's not just about NFTs, right? So I've been going to so many NFT events over the last year um, that it can be really refreshing to go to an ETH conference and just see like all of, like I said, you know, there's so much potential within Web3. The whole ecosystem is thriving. Totally. Yeah. And so you can like lose sight sometimes in our JPEGs, right? It's like, of course, our JPEGs are like, <laughs> it's like blinders. JPEGs are life. JPEG blinders. Yeah, JPEGs for life. We're, we're JPEG DGENs. And so, mm-hmm. um, so it was really good, right? Like watching um, some of the panels, right? Like folks are talking about like whether or not incentives are still relative. And I'm like, just all these questions where I was like, oh my goodness, I, I actually hadn't thought about this at all. And the fact that folks are challenging this is actually really strong for the ecosystem. Because we're stuck in our PFP bubble, right? We're stuck in our JPEG bubble. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's so good that like people are bullish on every other aspect that's going on and people are asking difficult questions. Um, Plus, you love to see Vitalik just like roaming around in his PJs, like Vitalik. In his bear suit. Yeah, in the Buffacorn. Yeah, which is pretty. No, oh my gosh, but my teammates did. The Rare Pizzas team did. Um, Which is, it's actually really smart because, you know, like Vitalik, everyone wants to meet him. He's like our hero, right? He's like the hero of of the Web3 space or like the NFT space. And so. Um, so it's good for him to like roam around in disguise and get a second to breathe. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just really incredible because like I said, you, uh, you get to, to see your NFT friends, but you also, um, just get to build relationships with some of the, the, like the L2s and some of the different wallet, uh, tech that's coming out, right. Just like all sorts of sorts of great stuff. So, oh, plus I got to meet G money, which was really cool. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah, yeah, I got the G Money Po app, so yeah. that was fun. So yeah, all around, like it was, it was pretty successful. Very cool. Super cool. Did you speak uh, at East Denver? I did. Yeah. So I was on a Women in Web three panel, uh, which I loved. Um, you know, it's International Women's Day this week. Yeah. But, shout out. Uh, yeah. Shout out to shout out to all the all, all the, the women ladies. everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, holding it down. But um, Women in Web three panel, man. Um, it's just so amazing, you know, getting to be around people like you, right? And uh, have space and share space with with people like you is really encouraging. And um, it kind of helped put some wind in my sails again, right? Um, being on that panel with all those women, they're all so incredible. They're all doing their own things. We're all different in really incredible ways, but we can all like lean into each other and, um, help build and like cultivate one another's things. And so I was so encouraged after doing that panel, uh, talking to the, to the women before and after, you know, it's just, it, it's so helpful. Sometimes, like I said, you know, you have your JPEG blinders on, or even just like you get lost in Twitter or discord or like the online world. 
it can like sink your boat all day long. But then being in person with people can just be like, you know, it fills my bucket back up, if you will. Yeah, totally. Um, And so, yeah, I loved it. I loved the panel. The the women were incredible. There were a ton of us on stage. So, like, I I would love to, like, hang out with these women a little bit more and get to hear more about their projects because there's just so much. There's so much strength and opportunity there in what they're doing. But, but yeah, it was really great. Yeah, thanks for asking, Nate. That's dope. That's dope. And it is actually International Women's Month, right? Or I believe, yeah. So, you know, you know, on that same line, uh, first of all, I I am excited that you know you're in the space and you're representing 100. percent But it's no secret that you know this space. Now I don't have any evidence of this, but I feel like this space is dominated by majority male, right? Um, but I'm always happy to see diversity come into the space, uh, and, you know, more women come into the space. Uh, how do you feel that we can encourage and increase that? Like, or what's the, is there any what's like the drawback or barrier that you see for women, more, more, more women getting involved in this space? Yeah, it's a, it's a complex question with a complex solution, I think, mm-hmm. right? Like there's no one answer. Um, but I do think, you know, I, I actually have like a, an interesting kind of like a- anecdote about this. So I posted on my Instagram account probably like three months ago um, that I was willing to give out 10 free NFTs for a community that I help manage and help run um, to anybody of my followers who decided to reach out. Right. And so I actually got like an equal distribution. I had five men reach out and like seven women reach out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll ramp up to 12 or whatever that math equals. Yeah. Um, and um, like, go ahead, get your, get, do these things. Right. I, I made a video of like the basic things you need to do um, get on an exchange, get a MetaMask wallet, um, get a Twitter account, get a Discord account learn a little bit about safety, right? And then like get back to me and send me your wallet address. And what's wild is that all of the men that I, who reached out to me, got back with to me within like 12 hours, right? And all the women, um, and again, this is like one small case study. So it's, I don't mean to be generalizing yeah, here, yeah. but all of the women, um, it took more time and it took me reminding them. And some of the women got back to me and said like, you know, I just, I'm not ready to learn about this yet, or I just don't have time to learn about it. Right. And it was like, it almost felt like very indicative of the space as a whole, yeah, right? Yeah. Like there was some kind of barrier and I don't know if it's imposter syndrome or like, you know, like traditionally we've heard that like men handle the finances and, and women don't, right? Like this has kind of been notorious with like financial advisors. Yeah. They usually deal with men and men and relationships, right. which isn't ideal. Mm-hmm. And also it's interesting because women actually outlive men. And so after men pass in relationships, then women have to take over the finances of the family, right? So like there's all these things at play, but anyway, um, it felt a little indicative to me and i was like man this is this is discouraging but probably uh a representative of the space as as a whole and so like how we onboard women you know i i, I like i said i don't think there's one answer i think that we have to be very intentional every single day of including women's voices mm-hmm. right um there are a lot of spaces where folks just invite you know, I don't know if it's intentional, but they just invite their friends, right? And then the spaces become male dominant, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. For the most part, they're all men. So many of the ape events that happen, it's like you've got all the male ape influencers up on the stage and you never have any of the ladies or they pop up and they pop off, right? Maybe they don't feel comfortable. Um, But intention, right? Kind of before you do anything, it's, you know, intentionality around uh, including all voices is really important, right? And it's not just women. There's a lot of different intersecting identities to think about. But um, like at the end of the day, it's like if you if you want to champion this, you you actually have to kind of like flip a switch in your head where you're like, okay, it might it might feel forced at first, but I actually have to be intentional about this and kind of everything that I do. Um, and so that's a big one. 
um, reaching out to the women that you know and like championing them, encouraging them. Sometimes it takes a little bit more of meeting them where they're at, right? And again, I, I, I hate to speak generally, like in broad generalizations. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I think that's just a little bit of it's it. It's just tough. And I've seen it in some of the projects that I work on, right, where uh, in meetings, men's voices are the loudest, right, even if they're less experienced. And <laughs> We're good so at that. Sometimes it can, <laughs> so sometimes it can just, it can be tough. It's like sometimes yeah. it takes a certain person to be able to combat that, whether it's a man or a woman, right? Yeah. If you feel like you're being ignored or dismissed, like it takes a certain person yeah. to like persevere and overcome yeah. that. Um, and so the more intention that you can bring around it, um, I, I keep saying intention, but I truly mean it. It's like the more male allies that women have everywhere they go, um, even if it's like in web two, if it's like, I'm an ally for like traditional investing or I'm an ally for X, Y, Z, right? Like whatever it is, the more that you can champion women's voices, the more willing they will be, they will be to show up in like just different spheres and like speak Feel comfortable and to participate have a voice and, and lead. Yeah. And exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's, my like runaround answer to that question. Like I said, I, I don't know if it's so. I feel like NFTs like, help that a, a ton. Like I've been talking yeah. to my wife since 2016 about crypto and she's just like, uh, you know, again, you're talking about this shit, you know, but <laughs> now, you know, she's like a huge NFT lover and, uh, you know, I got her really into the space and that's something that we share together and it's such a like, fantastic experience. So I think NFTs yeah. help kind of shed some light on that because it's just something, you know, everyone loves cool picture. You know what I mean? It's, they're not going to be like, oh, that's dumb. You know what I mean? Like, they're just going to be. <laughs> well, also, like, you might see a profile picture. You might not even know their gender. Yeah. You know? it it's yeah. like, yeah. you could just treat people, you know, good. But yeah. uh, Cray Train, you know, you got to give yourself more credit because these barriers that these other women, you know, you know, might see, you know, they, they see people like you, other women that are doing incredible things in this space. So, um, you know, it might not, you know, I don't know if you can tell, but, you know, there's a, probably a lot of women that do look up to you. So um, mm. that's super important. I look up to her and yeah, I'm not a woman, going. but I mean, yeah, yeah still, <laughs> right. it's not proving the point. But, yeah. but, you know, the to the like the people that Cray Train was talking about DMing that, you know, the women might be hesitant or, yeah. you know, it is a male dominant space, you know, unfortunately. So hopefully we, you know, do our part to change that, um, you know. As far as the NFT space, it does seem very loving. And, um, you know, we try to we try to, you know, uh, stand up for equality and all that. But obviously, I'm not a woman. I'm a you know, I'm a white male. So, I, you know, I you know, I can only see from my point of view. So, uh, you know, Cray Train, I mean, like, is is the landscape getting any better? You know, have we made any progress or, or, you know? Uh, You know, it's hard to say. And I don't want to speak for all women. Right. Um, Yeah. What I would say is like, yes and no. I get a lot of DMs during spaces, right, where women are just so frustrated and they leave, right? They leave the spaces. They don't actually want to even be at the room at all, right? Um, a lot of folks uh, who do speak out, it feels very performative, right? It's like, I love women. I want to champion women. And then they hold 10 spaces and there's never a woman on the stage, yeah. right? right. Um, and so I think what's tough, I mean, for and that goes probably for just about any identity that isn't the, the dominant identity, right? Like you said, Nate, like probably white male um, yeah. uh, heterosexual is probably like the, the most dominant identity in the space. Um, and so I do think that some folks have started, like I said, to to see it and bring intention around it and try to be better about it. But I've definitely seen screenshots where even some of the biggest influencers are like, I can only do so much, or I did my best, or you you came up for five minutes, right? And it's like, that's actually not going to change anything. And the more that you have male dominant spaces, the more they build up a following and the more they become influencers and the more other others voices are silenced. Right. It's a snowball effect. for it, sure. It yeah, totally sure. is. And so like, for sure, I've seen people recognize it and that's part of it is like, it's okay to be wrong. I've made mistakes in my life. I'm not perfect. Right. I've done a lot of stupid shit. Um, and so it's okay to say like, Oh, I fucked up and like, Oh, you know, I could have done better. And Oh, I dismissed you or I ignored you. And so like, I mean, that is a true sign of allyship and and the humility is something that 
um, is also, I think, maybe just hard to come by in the space. People get so amped, right, about some of their holdings and their bags and things <laughs> like that, that sometimes it can be hard to slow down and, you know, recognize what they're perpetuating or, sure. you know, things like that. So um, I wouldn't say we're a lost cause, but I do think there's still a lot of, uh, definitely a lot of opportunity. And, um, it, you know, if some of the ladies were here, they would probably all say the same thing. Like, yeah, we have some still allies, more work but to be done. Yep. there's a lot more work to be done. So brick by brick, step by step. Yeah. 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 And what I would say, right, is like, the most important thing at the end of the day, like there, you know, there's four dudes here on the call with me, right? Um, <laughs> the more that you can, that y- that y'all can show up, right? It's like, the thing is like women can't be expected to do it all themselves, right? We have to have male allies. And for the most part, like men want to listen to men. And again, that's not, I'm, I'm generalizing there, but like for the most part, like men like to listen to men about certain things. And so it does help to have a male ally who's like, well, it's Hey, like that, like that fraternity, uh, mindset, not syndrome, but like that whole aspect. Yeah, yeah. totally. Oh, totally. boys club yeah. is what you're saying. Nate. Oh, boys. club. <laughs> yeah. He, the he-man club, yeah. no girls allowed. Yeah. That's yeah, where it yeah, all started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always yeah, ask my wife house. her opinion yeah. on the project I'm about to buy because she makes way better calls. Well, that you just want her artistic eye. That's, you're <laughs> yeah. using her for. What's up with that? Because she's got the yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. yeah, using your wife is different. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I see what you're doing, Cryer. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I will be so excited um, when y'all start to champion and keep championing women's voices in the space. And like, thank you so much for having me here today. You know, that's part of it. Mm, absolutely. absolutely. Pleasure, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you're not you're not just here because you're a woman. Yep. So, yep. Um, you're one of Actually, my first IRL uh, NFT friends. So, Yay. Um, yeah. But uh, speaking of women, you are actually the first guest on one of our other podcasts, uh, NF Queens, with K Duck and Hoodle Hill. So, shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to them. Woo, yes. I love them. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. They're awesome. They're amazing. New cool cat, K Duck. Yeah. yeah. Leveling up in this world. Cool cat. She didn't, she didn't level it up. She may have bought it. She may have bought a second cool cat. She's going deep. Levels, yeah. man. There's levels to this, Nate. Like, She's it's like, a Yava, great time. Uh, sell, wasting all her lick. Not wasting, well, but spending well, all her she, lick. She's the anti Yava because Yava can't afford two cool cats. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, she that, that's just, she just does it better, man. She, she does it better. <laughs> are, are you hyped for ApeCoin, Cray? I mean, I'm sure you are. <laughs> Yes, absolutely, of course. Um, when ApeCoin. Gosh, I know when Ape is right. It's like, oh gosh, I'm like so hyped, but I'm also so nervous. Do you know I what know. I mean? Yeah. Um, so like it's like the stage, it, like all eyes on. Are they gonna pull cool cats and just kind of? Nah, they can't. I'll say it now. Nope. Yeah, they're nope. they're absolutely not going to, which is why they're taking their their time with it. But it's like yeah. it's still it still feels like so nerve wracking. It's like take your time. Well, Take yeah, it's your like time. your kids uh, has like a dance recital or something, you know, like you're nervous for them. It's like, yeah, seriously. Yeah. It's like, I, I mean, it has huge implications for the space. I mean, the yeah. way that um, BAYC is, a, it's a culture builder, it's a culture maker, right? It's a movement maker. Like it's all these things in the space. It's like a, a North Star. It's, it's the thing that everybody refers to, uh, like it or not. Um, there's just a lot at risk. And so that's why I am so anxious. It's like, yeah, take an extra week or a month if you need to. <laughs> like, we got we to gotta get this right. For sure. All right. Are you, um, speaking of uh, IRL events, you are going to South by Southwest, right? I am. Yeah. I'll be oh, there yeah. for the Doodles event. Yes, we're all going. It's going to it's gonna yes. be super hype. It's going to um, be so fun. Yes. Oh, and the Fluff World event. Y'all should go to the Fluff World event. I don't I guess, own yeah. a Fluff, Ooh. but I've heard it's going to be like off the chain. I like used I've, to own a Fluff. Very fluffy. I got a party oh, nice. bear, baby, so I'm in Fluff. <laughs> I'm in Fluff. <laughs> I got the party yes. bear. Hey, send that to my wallet, Yaba. I need VIP. <laughs> Ask me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk after the show. I mean, I you scratch my back, I scratch yours. <laughs> um, are you speaking at any events or just going to the doodles? Uh, yes, yeah, just going to the doodles. I'm actually a little bit relieved. This is kind of one of the only events this year that I'll be attending that I'm not speaking at. And it's kind of like uh, going for uh, vacation. You know, pleasure, pleasure. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. exactly. So I'm excited for it. I'll I'll end up working yeah. in some capacity, right? Like you're all we're all networking, networking like crazy. We, we don't <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we don't turn it off. Yeah, yeah. this is a 24 uh, seven job for sure. Yeah. Um, speaking of you're you actually are full time Web three now, right? I am. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so I guess how's that going, and how long have you uh, been full time? Yeah, so I was at a tech company for five and a half years, and I left in October of 2021 to be Web3 full-time. Mm. And so now I do Web3 consulting, so I help Web2 companies think about transitioning their business models over to Web3. And then I also support on a whole host of NFT projects, both being baked within the team and like advising NFT projects. But it's been going pretty well. You know, it's it's a little tricky because like I said, I was at a tech company for five and a half years. I'm a very structured person. My background is in operations management. Um, I have like all the project management certifications. I'm like very structured and, you know, all of that. I love structure. Shout so out, coming into shout out Six Sigma. <laughs> you got that black belt? <laughs> I don't have Six Sigma. I know of it, but I worked with some folks who are Six Sigma. Okay. And so like, yeah, that was the whole thing. But yes, no, I don't have that one. Um, but I've basically done like all the PMI training, I've, you know, Scrum Agile, CSM, CSB, mm. like all the good mm. stuff. I accept Six Sigma, I'm sorry. Um, but uh, so it's been a little bit tough, right? It's been a little bit tough because um, the market is volatile. Um, the projects are volatile, right? You know, I think so many markets in the space or projects in the space are kind of like hitting this wall where, you know, before you launch your project, it's like all about design and dev. And then after your project sells out, it's like all about running a business. Yep. And for sure. once things hit that wall, it's like, oh no, where's the business acumen in the space? It's a hurdle, right? It's a it's huge a hurdle. It's a huge hurdle. It, and so. And people only plan up to the yeah, hurdle, yeah. it seems, right? Totally. Yeah. Well, it's like people don't really understand yep. the implications of having. Or they want to like, hand that baton off to someone. You know, yeah, oh, we're going totally. to let the community decide. I hate that. You know, I hate <laughs> yeah. that. Like, you know. And like totally. like Chris said, that, my, that means no structure. I my money. I, like, I don't want to decide. I want you yeah, to decide you're, you're, and make this go up. Yeah. Totally. And there's a difference, right? If you start out as a DAO, it's one thing. But if you start out as like with a yeah, little bit of a business project, model, yeah, with a roadmap yeah. and a plan. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, and that's, I, I honestly feel like it's every project in the space. I've seen it, you know, like even BAYC, like they probably felt it too, but they're like so good at like, keeping things behind the scenes and then showing the work on the outside but they probably felt it too you know i don't know if they expected it yeah. to to be what it was um but i think there's like kind of like a reality check for every project at some point where it's like oh my goodness you know we have a lot you know this is kind of like a forever brand now sure. and and what are we going to do about it and what are the implications of this so so that's been interesting but like like you said, Nate, I show up everywhere. I'm at just about every conference. And every time I talk to someone new at a conference, they're like, you know, I I need operation support. I need uh, project management support. I need community management support. And so it's like, um, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty um, rampant, if you will, or it's just another learning curve, I think, for all of the participants in the space. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, um, that's and we're that's, and we're still early too, you know. So it's it's totally. I guess we're kind of learning on the fly. So sure. business yeah. is booming, is what you're saying. Yeah. Also, <laughs> business is also if you need the a checks are coming in. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, business is okay, but um, yeah. but for sure, that's like if I come into a project and and I'm advising them before the launch, you know, people are generally eager to get going. They could have great stuff going on. They have great art. They have a great team, and I try to slow them down as much as possible to say like, this is the easiest it's ever going yeah. to be. And y'all haven't been sleeping. Mm -hmm. Y'all have been having conversations about traits, right? Like whatever it might be. Yeah, wait to have a, a Discord full <laughs> yeah. of angry ten thousand people, people yelling at you every day when whatever Discord and twitter yeah. anything they can find you on they're going to find you yeah. and they're going to talk to you right unless it's irl they don't talk to you irl yeah. um but they talk <laughs> well, to you they, everywhere and, else they, and we wonder why people want to have docs or undocs teams you know it's like totally people are crazy it's like people going but, nuts but, in these but, but she said they but. won't talk to you which i believe like you know a lot of people are like you know twitter champions or you know keyboard you warriors fingers. Uh, yeah keyboard, keyboard warriors, warriors. Yeah. there you go 
But when it comes to like meeting you in person, they they like they go in they go in the corner and and I probably you, message yeah. you in Discord. <laughs> I'm standing right next to you. Why floor low? You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, um, so that's what I always try to do is slow people down a little bit and say, you know, this is the easiest it's ever going to be. Um, and get ready, get ready for a lot of folks to ask a lot of questions all the time because Discord doesn't sleep. This community doesn't sleep. And two days in, in the NFT space is two weeks to your consumers yeah, absolutely. or your users or whatever it is. Right. And so, so yeah, it's uh, it's fun, but it's also challenging. You know, just like anything worth doing is. For sure, absolutely. You you said projects need to understand and and plan for you know basically business and plan around that. Like, what advice do you have for projects that uh, after launch to help them secure? Like, I mean, without giving away the 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 money shot, I guess the the golden <laughs> goose. I mean, what 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 advice do you give to people that are thinking about launching projects here? Yeah, so I mean, to be honest, it's varied, right? I'm a because I'm an operations and strategic kind of person. I I look at the fifty thousand foot view and then I look in the weeds, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like high and low, and so I try to bring up all of the gaps that I see. You know, generally. Uh, at least over the last year, so many of the projects that I've seen launch are like started by artists and developers because that's all you need to get going. You can create that overnight, right? Yeah. You can create a generative project essentially overnight. But, but what I ask them is like, okay, do you have somebody who is going to be dedicated to the community 24-7? And when I say 24-7, I don't mean like this person is going to like work until they die and be working 24-7, but can they run a team of people who are distributed across the globe? Because your community um, is. doesn't sleep, yeah. right? Yeah, mm -hmm. your community is distributed. And so I ask questions like that, right? There was a project that recently launched and their entire team was in LA and it kind of sunk the project because the team would go to bed and they would wake up in the morning and overnight the community had run rampant in the discord. They spent the whole day addressing those concerns and then they went to bed again and it was just like a constant loop, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like you really got to try to like look into the gaps. If, if you are a team of uh, devs and artists, it's like try to find somebody who has a lot of business acumen. And I'm, I'm not saying that those folks don't, but what I am saying is like those roles traditionally are kind of like behind the scenes roles who don't necessarily like speak to the masses, mm -hmm. who don't necessarily have experience with PR, um, who don't usually execute a, a business model uh, over like a two year period and manage a PNL and uh, tell 20 people what to do each day, right? It's like, you need to figure out um, how, what kind of leadership style you have, what kind of leader you're going to be, who's going to be on your team, um, how you're going to actually execute against the roadmap, right? There are just so many different components that come in. And so that's what I try to do is it's like I come in and I try to identify the gaps, whether it's like you don't have somebody to cover this time zone in Discord or mm -hmm. nobody mm -hmm. actually knows how to execute a, a merchandise clothing line and nobody knows how to get in touch with all the different suppliers. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so whatever it might be, that's, that's really what I come in and try to, to try to identify. But the, usually the biggest gaps are like operations, leadership, and kind of like project management, like the day-to-day -day execution of the uh, activities of the business. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, that all makes sense to me. Uh, Absolutely. I, you know, I, I, it's a I super think, tough business. I think people don't really yeah. understand at all. Like, yeah. they're just like, oh, I'll make this, I'll make a million dollars overnight. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. the rest of their, you know, every day they're just yeah. drilled and drilled and yeah. drilled and it just crack. Yeah. Like, you see it happen all the time on projects. Yeah. It, I feel like it's partly our fault. You yeah. know, everyone on Twitter and Instagram, they're like, oh man, there's so much money in NFTs. That's, you know, you just invest and you just make a shitload of money. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like, it's really not the case. And yeah. then all these other big companies coming in, they, they feel the same way. Oh, we'll just, we'll put a couple hundred thousand at something. We'll make, turn it into a million. We'll be good to go, you know, wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is though you find out the secret really quick. It's not to hold NFTs, it's to flip them is how you make money. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. How's that going for you, Yama? 
Well, see, I don't flip, man. I mean, I, 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 so I come from the business background. So I'm looking for teams that, that have more business experience or business acumen, like, like, uh, Cray train has, has mentioned, you know, it's like, and, and I try and hold, uh, as long as I can. And, and it's, and it's burned me a lot <laughs> and I've been wrong about a lot, but I mean, I'm, I'm trying to find teams. Like that's my investment strategy. You know, yeah. sometimes I'll get into flip, but I'm not really good at flipping. I, I, I admit. And, and so I'm, I'm trying to identify teams because I think I know what a good business person would be. So I'm trying to look for that all the time. And like I said, I'm, I haven't been yeah, right sure. a lot, but you know, um, those are things that I approach. That's how I approach my investment decisions. And, and then some of it's just GG and I'm, I'm not going to lie, you know, let's <laughs> not lie. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was waiting for. Let's yeah, be yeah. honest. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. But, but one thing I'll say is like, even the best, the biggest companies in the world, right. Still have struggled after their launch. I don't know yeah, if y'all sure. saw the screenshot after Adidas launch, but somebody reached out to Adidas support and said like, I'm having trouble with my NFT purchase. <laughs> and they said like, you need to reach out to XYZ. And they said, Oh, you want me to get in touch with um like the like vitalik yeah vitalik or like the <laughs> reach out to metamask the, yeah they said like the ethereum blockchain support and they were like yes please yeah. reach out to ethereum and they were like okay cool right so like it's you know it's not that cut and dry yeah. right and i know yeah. adidas's problem is a different one but it, it just goes to show that like essentially there's not enough planning in the world mm -hmm. that really can prepare you for this. So the more that you do, the better off you're going to be. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. We're running out of time. I uh, just got a couple last, uh, maybe a little more fun questions. Sure. Um, all right. This is something new here that I'm going to try. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. So, so you're an ape. I'm, I'm, we're just going to do a, a quick, quick trade off here. Okay? <laughs> okay. All right. Quick answers. Okay. All right. Uh, DMT or cheetah. Uh, cheetah. Halo or Merch Hat? Ooh, Merch Hat. Gold or Trippy Fur? Gold. <laughs> Pizza or Dagger? I mean, well, no. come on. Pizza for Easy. sure. What is this? <laughs> Softballs. Flipped Brim or Regular Brim Merch Hat? Ooh, Flip Brim. Uh, shout, out to, shout out to Buddha out there. Okay, okay. Um, Rainbow Grill or Diamond Grill? Oh, that's a hard one. Oh, gosh. I'm going to go with Rainbow Grill. I like that too. Uh, all right, last one: cyborg eye or holographic lens glasses? Ooh, I think holographic lens glasses. Yes, yeah. that was the right answer. <laughs> nice. All right, you you answered correctly. Correct. Can you go. imagine if we just got to build a custom ape like that? One of those. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's your uh, that's your po app for coming on the show. Oh, we'll, just, yeah. we'll just we'll <laughs> just drop it to you. Maybe oh we get gosh, Sarah I Star Girl to make a juice yes, friend. Yes, I love. Shout out Sarah. to the juice friends. I'm yes. Um, I'm so mad that I don't have one, but oh, uh, you don't have one. I did well, get a custom hot dog juice, friends. Oh, she just showed. Sorry, hot dog. sorry. No. <laughs> well, well you, have to, <laughs> you have to explain who hot dog is. Yes, yes. It. Sorry, and I'm showing my sticker of hot dog. If anybody ever sees me in person, please come get a hot dog sticker. <laughs> um, but hot dog is the name of my ape. I wrestled with the name of my ape, or while he wrestled with his name for a very long <laughs> it's time. Identity crisis. Because he was search exactly. He was searching for his identity. He was born overnight and had no clue who he was. <laughs> um, and one day he picked the name hot dog, and that just stuck. And so hot dog the ape. Hot Dog the Ape is is my ape. He's a pink ape with a skull shirt and an orange beanie, which is like beanie is my favorite NFT trait. So not not to be confused yeah, with the Charles. Trait. <laughs> yeah. trait. But the trait beanie. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Thanks for the clarification. Yes, yeah, of course. Absolutely. A hundred percent. No Charles for me. All right, Cray Train. If you could bring back any childhood toy as an NFT collection. What are you picking? Oh, my gosh. I don't know if this is cheating um, because it kind of happened. Um, but my favorite childhood stuffed animal, and I still have them, are ugly dolls. Um, so I love ugly dolls. I've had my ugly dolls forever. It's like a thing when I was like, I don't know if I was middle school or high school, they came out. I bought two ugly dolls. I loved them so much. And then Jeff Horvath, Horvath? Um, actually started to make ugly doll NFTs and I lost That's my awesome. mind. I was so excited. <laughs> my favorite. Nostalgia, so I actually bam. have two and I still have them. Are you an ugly girl yeah. whale? 
<laughs> an ugly doll. Yeah. Um, so definitely that. If I was, I don't know what I would say. I mean, if I was to say anything else, it would be Pokemon probably. Um, yes. Pokemon. I'm just ready. Oh, and Hello Kitty. I'm ready for yeah, the Hello that, Kitty. That's an obvious one. Yeah. Yes. Hello Kitty and Pokemon. But for sure, like when ugly dolls came across, that's when like I knew NFTs. I was like, I can't ever leave because yeah. I <laughs> like lifer, your, uh, for because sure. Yeah, my wedge head is here on the blockchain now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> he's so cute. He's so cute. It's so silly how much I love him, but I do. I really love him. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to get Cryer and Fudd and uh, Yava's take, but the two that came to my mind um, was Stretch Armstrong. You guys remember? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, baby. I remember Stretch. Dude, that was the shit. Um, and also funny, you talked about the ugly dolls. Uh, do you guys remember Garbage Pail Kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Some of that would make a great yeah. NFT. That, that, that's, a, that's an 80s, that's an 80s, those. early 90s toy. For yeah, the, I probably showed my age a little bit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but I'm about to say one too. That's, but go ahead, go ahead, Cryer. Right, go ahead, Cryer. Oh, Ooh. me? I'm, 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 all right, go, Cryer. Let's see. You go first. I'm gonna. I gotta think about it for a second. Yeah, he's not even ready. ready. I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I got my shit. I mean, ready. Hit us, Yabba. And this is gonna show my age too. But Teddy Ruxpin, man. Like, are you gonna say the Slinky? (laughs) I mean, I could get 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 some general. How many traits can we get? How many like two or three general traits? Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, I like Teddy Ruxpin, man. Y'all don't y'all don't remember Teddy Ruxpin for the for the young. (laughs) Y'all don't know what Teddy Ruxpin is? No, no, no. Nobody knows. Dude, it was a little bear. It was a nice bear. It was like what Winnie year? the Pooh. 1972. Dude, it was. I ain't that old, Nate. Come on. <laughs> Come Winnie on. the Pooh? No, it looked like Winnie the Pooh, but for those. Do y'all remember cassette tapes? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. okay. So yeah, there was a bear that, that was yeah. like a, a furry bear, and you put a cassette tape in the back and played it, and then it would talk. So, okay. yeah, oh. yeah. I actually do yeah, remember those. Teddy Ruffins, yeah. man. A rough yeah. spin, man. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting I, I NFT, got but I got my yeah. What do you got, Fun? Tamagotchi. <gasps> yeah. Tamagotchi. Okay. Well, that actually is a good idea. Which actually, shout out to House. Tama- I think they're kind of doing a Tamagotchi. Yeah, House. And Cool Pets is kind of oh, similar, right? Yeah, but I want it to be like a device, and you have to yeah. click the buttons, like Tamagotchi. Pure nostalgia. Yeah, or an app on your phone yeah, or yes. something. Dude, and when that Tamagotchi died, it was like you failed. It was like. Yeah. Like, why didn't you feed me? Failed I mean, they just reset it, but you kind of felt bad for a little while. It's like, yeah, fuck, I got to feed my, my Tamagotchi. Get mom. Some, uh... Yeah, my mom. My mom used to hold mine. I had like 12 on one keychain. Yeah, I would yeah. just do all, but Did I got bad them? at it. And so my mom would just do all of them each day for me. Wow, you're farming out to your mom? <laughs> Is she getting a consultant? That's, that's that project. Good thing we didn't buy a real dog. Like, yo, we outsourcing up in this. <laughs> Yeah, Can you guys rich. imagine if all that shit was play to earn back then? Like we'd, <laughs> we'd be rich. I wouldn't yeah, be happy. Really yeah. Game Boys? Are you kidding me? We'd be so rich. Anyway, Fud, what uh, was your other one? Yeah, I want to hear this. Okay, tech decks. Little I don't know how this will oh, transfer. Yeah. I like those. The little skateboards cool. you do with your fingers. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, cool. like my Teddy Ruffspin. Just I have low no supply. Idea how it L- low, su- low supply, baby. We're just gonna issue low supply. Ten of them. Ten of limited, them. man. This is yeah. special. You know. <laughs> Green yeah, shirt graphic with all these yeah. toys as NFTs. Yes. Let's do. I, I'm say I would do. Uh, let's see Furbies. Let's do some Furbies. Oh, okay. Isn't that like fluff life or? Uh, yeah, one? that's the little critters. The critters. The fluff fluffy. critters. The critters. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm. Little critters. They look like gremlins. Yeah, little gremlins. They're like a little creepy. Yeah, I like yeah. those. I mean, yeah, gremlins really weren't fluff. creepy until they turn like got water on them. Don't water. Yeah, you can't water them. <laughs> Don't feed them after night. Cabbage Patch Kids. That's another one you do. It's not a chia pet. Chia Chia pets. Yeah, actually, like a year ago, literally, I wanted to start an NFT Pogs project. I thought it was the best idea ever, and I never did it. I love Um, Pogs. Uh, There is like a Pogs one. I showed it to Cryer one day. There is a Pog one that the floor is like stupid. It's like 50. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. It's like the the Pepe frog ones, right? I think it's like an OG project. That's yeah. why there's but, like a there's like uh, I know the one that you're talking about is like 180 ETH, like the holographic. Yeah, I, I sent it to Cryer because I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "I don't know why, but I want it." <laughs> <laughs> I think I know why you want it. Yeah, and the other thing is like, oh, you see the floor. It's like, oh yeah, I need that. Yeah, I gotta have need it. That. Gotta yeah. have it. All right, um, the markets are a little down, but they're not too down. But let's say shit goes to hell, <laughs> times are tough. Cray Train, are you going to sell your last 
BAYC asset or would you get a job in fast food? I would get a job in fast food. <laughs> yes, that's dedication. With your little hot dog sticker of on course. your uh, work shirt. I, I literally, I what mean, like, I dog? made a commitment. <laughs> uh, I made a commitment that uh, I wouldn't sell hot dog unless he hit like $2 million. And even then, I just, I honestly don't know if I could. It's so weird how we build it relationships yeah. with it's our funny. PFPs. But like, I legitimately just, I, like, it would feel like a betrayal. Like, it, it is so weird and it doesn't make any sense. It's irrational completely, but uh, it would take a lot for me to sell hot dog. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree. It, it does become part of your identity. And especially, you know, you're uh, not, I, I don't want to say influencer word, but you know, you're, you're a big person in this space, you do a lot of speaking. So it really does become part of your identity. So yeah, like RIP, RIP Rainbow Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, Jesus. She, Rainbow. Come on. Doodle Jesus. She had to bring up Doodle Jesus. <laughs> Doodle wow. Jesus. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was uh, a Yes, RIP. We're, we're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. Okay. We're moving on. Um, all right, Cray Train, you, you meet some random person on the, uh, I was going to say on the train. Uh, what, what would you say your day job is when they ask you what do you do for a living? That's so hard, man. I mean, generally, the easiest way to say is like I do And this person's like 70 years old. Okay. Yeah, the easiest way for me to start a conversation is to say I do consulting. If we have to dive into it, right? Oh, what kind of consulting? <laughs> nah, you don't ever, I'm in consulting you don't ever too. answer anything but yeah, consulting. consulting. That's all you have to do. Everybody just is quiet. Like, oh, okay, that's cool. Oh, I make a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. That's like the that's like the James Bond answer, yeah, yeah. right? Consulting. Where it's like nobody really starts to ask after that. Yeah. Um, right. But at, if people do ask, like, you know, my grandparents are, you know, genuine, genuinely curious, and I want to explain it to them, and so I start to talk a little bit about cryptocurrency. And for the most part, everybody has heard about cryptocurrency, right? It's like if you say Bitcoin, for the most part, everybody has heard the word Bitcoin in their lives. Yeah. And so I start with like, well, it has to do with Bitcoin. It has to do with this. And then I get into a little bit more about like what NFTs are and stuff. And slowly people start to understand it. But it's definitely going to be it's definitely going to be a long train ride, right? Like we're both going to miss our stops if they actually want to understand what I'm trying to do. That's going to be a cray train. Oh. <laughs> and the podcast yeah, is yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. We have only a couple questions left. Is you mentioned your husband, is he into NFTs or is, or are you just the, the NFT head of the family? <laughs> yeah. yeah he is into NFTs. I think I, um, somewhat dragged him kicking and screaming into this but now he's like ready to start his own project he is like fully into it and of course he comes you to need to advise, advise him, him on to his, slow uh, down slow down a little bit man. this is the easiest it's, it will ever be that is like the that's the one place where i'm like oh, i just have to let him do his thing right, right? like i just you know i have and to support. let him do it Exactly. It's like, it's too hard. Um, and if he wants consulting rates, you know, you can give him a quote. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, and he comes to most of the events, you know, at the beginning, uh, he was starting to meet people, but now for sure, he's like super eager and, and excited to meet people. So it's like, we're definitely an NFT household at this point. It's the best. All right. Well, it means you're, uh, you did your job. So yeah. Fudge with me. Fudge That's awesome. such a good feeling. It is yeah, great, I right? Yeah. Say, I know Cryer can copy this sentiment. Like, I mean, it is just, it's a great feeling. Like, we both got our wives into NFTs, and Nate, Chelsea's coming. I'm sorry. She's, yeah, we're going to be on the South. She's got a little South doodle West. in her profile picture. Yeah, she's going to be like, she could be all in after this weekend. But, yeah. Yes. Yeah, she, she's coming? not. Yeah, we're all been, we're all Oh, yeah. We're all, except for Yaba. Yes, Yaba's not coming. Sorry. This is going to, oh, sorry, Yaba. It's all it's good. Gonna it's be all an good. amazing weekend. I'll be there in spirit for sure. I'll be <laughs> yeah. I'll be on the Discord. We'll know. be we'll be live streaming. Yeah, <laughs> get, 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 live minute by minute updates. Right. I, I require yeah. that. Yeah. There's probably a metaverse component. Yeah, for sure, it's gotta be right. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll attend virtually. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I got somebody's got to do it. Like, I, I volunteer. <laughs> but yeah, I have a I have a wedding to be at later in the month. So yeah. But yeah, we're going to be pushing out content from the weekend, so we're all Yay. super hyped yeah. for that. But we have actually arrived to our final, final question. <laughs> and Cray Train, this is the most important question of the night. It is very important. So Cray Train, are we going to make it? Yes, we are definitely going okay, to make okay. it. Amen. I'm glad you said that. 
She thought. If Cray says we're gonna make it, we're gonna make it. <laughs> we're gonna make it. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. It's not an important enough question. I love it. <laughs> she's read, well, she's like, like I said, right? She's getting prepared over here. There's so much. There's so much to Web three. Even there's so much to Ethereum. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, we lose sight of what's actually happening in the the entire scope of the space. It's so vast. There's so much work being done, um, and so I, I absolutely believe that we are all going to make it. Awesome. I love <laughs> there you it. go. There you go. Well, shout out to Cray Train. We just want to give you a big Woo-hoo! thank you. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thank this you all great. so much thank for having you. me. This was, it was great. A, it y'all was are blast. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was super was fun. Uh, go follow Cray Train on Twitter if you don't already. It's at Cray Train. And what's what's Hot Dog's Twitter? I heard he has his own Twitter. You know, I don't know. Hot Dog made his own Twitter, so you'll have to. Or is find he wiling out? Yeah, She's keeping it separate, Nate. He's <laughs> crazy, man. That, that dude, Hot Dog. Nate over here, Docs and her, Docs and her, Docs and hot dog, hot dog is, got nothing to do with it. You're in a Midwest city, like Chicago. Is hot dog a Chicago dog? Yeah, in a big Midwest city. Chicago deep dish. If hot dog has his own Twitter, I wouldn't know about it. Hot dog does his own thing. So if you find him, I don't know. It might be me. Look for the beanie. It might be some, like a lot of people use my PFP. So it's hard to know. But definitely my my Twitter is Craytrain. There we go. Awesome. Well, yeah, go follow Cray Train. Keep on the lookout for Hot Dog. That boy be wilding out. So we'll keep our eyes open. Boy, a fool. (laughs) <laughs> Keep an eye out for content from South by Southwest, Austin Weekend. Oh, yeah. Also, keep on the lookout for all of us. Most of the non-refungible crew will be there. So come say hi. Come find us. And if we got nothing else, we will catch you guys on the next episode. See you. Thanks, y'all. Peace. Thank you. Thank you.